Section 1. How is your stress? Before we start on the path, we need to see what we were up against so we can bring the right gear. It is important not only to understand what stress is, but how it is affecting your well-being. Consider this. A certain amount of stress is useful, appropriate, and actually helps us accomplish things at a high level. It's like a violin or a guitar string. Too loose and you get bad sound. Too tight and it might even snap. A certain level of stress can energize and motivate you to deal with the important issues in your life. Too much stress gets in the way of performing optimally and frequently turns into unwanted health outcomes. Often, it is not the external events that cause a person to get stressed, but how he or she perceives and copes with stressful events that is the determining factor. Research increasingly supports the idea that the amount of stress is not what matters. Instead, the individual's perception of stress and his or her ability to control the stressful situation is most important. We'll expand on this more thoroughly a bit later on. There is no best way to measure stress levels, in part because individual reactions to events vary from person to person. What distresses one person excites and challenges another, and we can never know what symptoms will emerge from chronic stress. There isn't a direct link between chronic stress and this or that health condition. For example, a smoker is very likely to get lung cancer. It's a pretty direct cause and effect, but there are many different problems associated with too much stress. It affects everyone differently. Throughout these workbooks, I'm going to give you opportunities to think deeply about and also apply the things you're learning. One way I will do this is through these activities called reflective questions. As you encounter these, I urge you to carefully take time to ponder them before you give your response. You'll find great insights and ideas to help you reduce or prevent your stress if you do. Reflective Question on a scale from 1 to 10, 1 being not very confident at all, 10 being extremely confident, how confident do you feel that you can do something to reduce your stress? Why do you think you feel that way? What do you think you can do to increase your levels of confidence? Stress Assessments The following activities will give us a better idea of your stress levels. Answer as honestly as possible. Resting heart rate. After you have been sitting or relaxing for at least 10 minutes, I'd like you to find your pulse. Your radial pulse can be found on the thumb side of your wrist. Your carotid pulse can be found on your neck, just under your jaw. Count the number of beats for 60 seconds. Watch a clock with a second hand while you count your heartbeats, or have someone time you. Write down your response. Pause this recording and do this now. Now we're going to look at your breathing patterns. Sit in a chair so that your back is primarily straight up and down against the backrest of the chair. Place one hand on your stomach with your palm covering your navel. 
Place the other hand on your chest somewhere on the upper part of your torso. Now become very aware of your breath. Continue to sit up straight and notice your breath as it naturally goes in and comes back out. Don't try to change your natural way of breathing. Take several breaths. And as you breathe, notice which hand moves more, your chest or your stomach hand. Which part of your torso seems to move the most while you inhale and exhale, your stomach, your chest, or both? Make a note of which is the dominant way that you're breathing. Next, we will look at your breathing rate. While sitting, again breathe normally and naturally. This time, I'd like you to count how many natural, effortless breaths you take in a minute. This is called your respiration rate. Each inhalation and exhalation cycle is considered one breath. Stop the recording now. And for one minute, count how many breaths you take during that time, and then note your response. The next measure is called the stressometer. Think back over the last month of your life. Consider the highs and lows of the last 30 days, and think about how stressed you've been during this time. Give yourself a rating on a scale from 1 to 10. A rating of 1 would mean that you feel your life has been relatively stress-free during that entire period. You have felt harmonious and peaceful most of the time. You seemed in control and in balance. A rating of 10 would indicate that you have felt very high anxiety most of the time and that your month was packed with extremely high levels of stress. You felt totally overwhelmed, like your life was out of control, and you felt like you were entirely unable to cope. Considering the last month, and recognizing that some days are higher than others, average out the month. If you were to give yourself a number between 1 and 10, what number would you give yourself as a stress number for the past month? Next, let's look at a few common symptoms that have been shown to accompany higher stress levels. We know that several things can take place as somebody gets more stressed, physiologically, psychologically, and emotionally. I've created a scale that looks at how frequently some of these symptoms might occur for you. As I mention each of these symptoms, just kind of think to yourself how frequently they seem to happen. Some of the options include almost all day every day, two to three times a day, once per day, two to three times per week, once a week, once a month, or never. So as I mention each of these stress-related symptoms, just think to yourself how frequently you seem to experience them. Headaches. Anxiety, 
Tense muscles, sore neck and back. Difficulty falling asleep. Fatigue. Irritability. Insomnia. Diarrhea, cramps, gas, and constipation. Bouts of anger and hostility. Restlessness, itching, and ticks. Boredom. Depression. Difficulty concentrating. Eating too much or too little due to stress. Grinding teeth, clenching jaw, especially during sleep. So what do your scores mean? How you scored each of these simple measures may indicate higher stress levels. However, stress is not the only reason these symptoms might occur. There may be other explanations. Only you can decide if you think your responses are caused by stress or possibly other physical or emotional conditions. You may need to seek the advice of your doctor if you have problematic scores. From a stress management standpoint, the more often you experience these symptoms of stress, the more likely stress is having a negative impact on your life. Consider the following. A normal heart rate ranges between 60 and 72 beats per minute. Heart rates higher than that frequently indicate higher stress levels. If your resting heart rate was higher than 72 beats per minute, it might mean you have higher stress levels or you could just be really out of shape. If that's the case, get up and exercise. Chest breathing rather than abdominal breathing usually indicates a chronically activated stress response. If you indicated that your chest hand moved more than your stomach hand, you might have chronic stress. The average respiration rate is 12 to 16 breaths per minute. If you had a faster breathing rate, it might be an indicator of higher than desired stress levels. The average stressometer score is about a 6. If your score is higher than 3 or 4, you probably have more stress than you need. The symptoms of stress are pretty self-explanatory. The more you have and the more often you have them, the more likely you are in the chronic stress mode. This means you have elevated stress levels much longer than you should for healthy living. Stress symptoms are different for everyone. Some stressed out people may have a variety of symptoms while others only one or two. For others, their symptoms of stress are not physical. They might have a high heart rate, a rapid breathing rate, or be a chest breather. Their symptom may not be obvious or even on the list, but they still feel high levels of stress. This seeming inconsistency simply shows the unpredictable nature of the stress response. It's a state of physiological imbalance, but the effects of the imbalance could show up in many different ways, physically, intellectually, socially, spiritually, or emotionally. We never know for sure what the effects of stress might be. For now, these assessments will give you a baseline in which to base your progress. 
As you proceed through these workbooks, refer back to these self-assessments and watch how much your answers change in positive, healthier directions. I'm pretty sure you'll be surprised at the changes that will occur. Reflective Question After taking each of these stress self-assessments, think about the big picture that you're seeing with your stress. Are the results in line with what you think your stress levels are? Are they different? Do you recognize symptoms of stress in yourself that you would like to eliminate or change? Now that you have a better idea of where you are stress-wise and the changes you'd like to make, let's start looking for the path that is right for you. The first step is an important one. You first need to understand why you get stressed to figure out how to stop or manage it. I think the answer will surprise you.